2: Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Hey, hey,
0: and welcome to Connections Coffee and Confidence with me, Janice. I was recently interviewed on the Better Call Daddy podcast and the host, Rena, took some questions from her Facebook followers to ask me. And one of the questions was around new PR, Now, I had a short answer that I'm going to expand on today because I think it's something that many people have unnecessarily been getting wrapped up in, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty, and I'm a communications strategist and consultant The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whatever they do and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood. So top up your mug, and welcome to this week's episode. First, let's get the definition out of the way. Public relations is essentially creating and maintaining relationships, having two-way communication between individuals and groups who have interests in common. Now you can Google it for a fancier or a longer definition, but essentially, that's it. Everyone engages in Pierre, whether they're aware of it or not. You communicate with your customers and your clients, and you ideally listen to what they have to say back to you. It's in your interest to hear what they have to say, because they might have valuable information that can help you shape your product or your service line. And they might have wonderful things for you to hear that make you feel happy when someone else kicked you in the stomach. It's in their interest to speak with you, because they might want you to change something, or to never, ever change something. And how will you know if they don't tell you? You communicate with your suppliers, your family, your friends, your barista, your dog. You might think I'm exaggerating, but honestly, these are all relationships, and your communications plays a part in making sure that everyone gets what they need. If not what they want. An integral part of public relations is your messaging, what you want people to know, think, feel, or do as a result of your communications with them. Go on now, tell me how that does not apply to your everyday communications with everyone you come into contact with. You might work in communications or marketing or social media, And therefore, you know you're a communicator. Same as if you're a lawyer or a realtor, a beautician, or any number of other professions that overtly require communication skills. However, you might think you aren't a communicator in your business. That you just do the thing that people buy, and you're here listening to this podcast to learn how to do that marketing stuff. What you need to understand from this moment on is that you are, you are a communicator in everything that you do. Even the way you walk down the street or run to the bus stop will communicate. It'll tell something to the observer. So irrespective of what you think you do, you are a communicator. But let's talk about one of the reasons why you think you aren't, or why you might be hesitant to step into that title and the responsibilities that seem to come with it. There are a lot of gurus out there. Go ahead, search them up and behold the headlines. All of the secrets and the new media and the new social media and the latest craze and the phase and the fad and it's overwhelming. It's intimidating and it's scary. And it makes the introvert in me want to quit this malarkey and go find a job bagging groceries. Which, I'm not knocking, by the way. I spent a few years as a cashier back when bagging groceries was part of the cashier's job, and I even went on packing seminars to know how to pack things properly. Why yes, yes I am a barrel of laughs to go grocery shopping with, but my bags never fall over in the back of the truck. My bread is never squished, and my eggs never break. Not until I want them to. But the headlines of how you should do things, and why you should do things in a certain way, and when you should do them, oh, it's a lot of should. And that word has such a heavy context around it. As in, if you aren't doing what you should, then you are in the wrong And that's really uncomfortable to me. Like, I don't want to make people feel badly when they listen to me or work with me. Who am I to say that my way is the only way? Who is anyone? The exception to this is when there are industry standards. And even that isn't really a firm line anymore. You know, you should pitch a media organization like this by saying this and then this in 60 to 150 words. Ugh, I question that industry rule based on the knowledge that social media and pop culture has a way of infiltrating other, more traditional media. You've seen it, whether you've realized it or not. You've clicked a headline, only to find that it's a rehash of something someone made a TikTok on. It's creeping into the mainstream. Don't tell me that TikToker pitched their video to an online news agency in a carefully constructed 123 word email no that got picked up because someone is scrolling, looking at what's trending and they wrote about it to be clear I'm not saying you need to create viral content no I don't think your intent should be to go viral and note that word should that's my opinion for me and my clients if you want to go viral this is not the podcast for you and my content is not going to fulfill your aspirations. And I'm not telling you to throw all guidelines to the wind. Some are actually just really good practice to follow. Otherwise, that would be incredibly hypocritical of me to create like half of my podcast episodes and really all of my content I have for sale. Guidelines are great when you don't know how to get started and you need the security of a system
2: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: It's those headlines that are so loud, proclaiming success and spoils to those who follow and really usually buy, that make us think that this is the way. That thing this person is talking about, that's it. But if you take a step back, is anyone touting anything actually new and different? Like myself included. I think it's the shouty headlines and the increase in content around how to either create content or to make money and create content that give people who are new to the public relations and marketing fields that anxiety around doing things right. Or give them so much anxiety that they're scared of doing it wrong so they just don't do it at all. My short answer, when I was asked about the new PR things, I said there really wasn't any. Or words to that effect. I just couldn't mislead someone. Because the strategy remains the same. The basics are the same. Know who you're speaking to and what matters to them. How do you know what matters to them? Ask. And if you're too shy to ask, go snoop it out. I guarantee you the information's out there. Take what they say and think about what it means to you, your business, how it'll impact what you create or how you interact, how you speak to them next time. Think about what you need them to know, think, feel, or do when it comes to your business. How will you achieve that? Now, the tactics. The tactics might be a little bit different than, say, 100 years ago or even 20 years ago. And I've seen data showing that some of the old ways, quote, old ways, are coming back, such as writing a letter to people to make a request or a sale. A letter, imagine! And I suspect that maybe it's the tactics that are new and require explanation. Like, if you haven't been on TikTok, and for the record, I've never been on the platform, although I have seen the content, but if you haven't been on the app, you won't know how to work it. You might not know how to position yourself. But dance moves are the best. Or can you just do an Instagram-style kind of point thing? I don't know. But there are people who do. And when it comes to the new tactics that are out, I think that there's a time and a place for everything. When it comes to social media, I'm less concerned with the tactic or the medium that you choose than I am with your strategy and the consistency with which you deploy that. I think you pick what makes you feel good and what appeals to your audience, and you deploy your strategy. The strategy based on hundreds of years of public relations and strategic communications theory. If you want to try a new tactic, knock your socks off. And I think that's what their question was really about. New PR tactics. People try new things all the time, and they are often incredibly poor at it. Myself included. Sometimes they remain incredibly poor at it. And sometimes that actually becomes the reason why they attract an audience of people who love them. Because people love those who try and just pour their heart into it. And what you usually don't realize is that those people often have a message. They have a strategy with a core message and a specific audience they are trying to speak to. That is part of their success. They have a goal, and they have a strategy, and no matter how inelegant their stuff might be, they get their message across. People connect with a person who's trying, and who still has the ability to make themselves understood. Like, you can perfect your editing, you can hire it out, be it for written words or something technical, whatever. You can brush your hair borrow a new shirt and a background and try to fit in. Or you can just have a strategy and deploy it in the places you feel comfortable and confident in. Let the chips fall where they may. Look, there's nothing really new in here. I have no new PR ideas to extol that are guaranteed to bring you in 10,000 new email subscribers or make your Instagram go viral. Are those even your goals? And if so, why? Are you prepared for those goals? These questions are answered by your strategy. So there's nothing really new except the amount of noise. And if you think there's nothing for you to do to promote your business unless you're on social media, I disagree. There are old tactics that have worked for years and years. You may have to change your approach. Okay, so like a video versus a podcast, might mean you actually put pants on, for example. But your messaging and your strategy, they remain the same. And your strategy will actually dictate your tactics. So don't worry about the flurry of different PR opportunities that are available and the shouty headlines and the gurus that are telling you what you must do to succeed. You are a communicator. You are capable of communicating for your business in whatever manner you feel comfortable and confident in when you have a strategy that is when you know what to say and how to say it when you leave room for people to speak back to you you are doing public relations and if you want some resources that can help you I have a catalog of resources inside this podcast and on my website that can help you've totally got this and I've got you And if you've gotten any value in this episode or from any of my other episodes, I would super appreciate if you could leave a review and a rating or like and subscribe wherever you're getting this content. It's hard to grow without those clickbait titles and a major sponsor, and your input helps bring more people to my independent podcast. If you rate and review, take a pic and tag me on Instagram, I'll enter your name in for a draw for time with me to get my eyes and ears on the communications challenge in your business. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today, and I hope you have a fan-freakantastic rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create, and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited, I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, Send me an email at Janice at Janicefogerty com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today, and I'll chat with you again next week.
1: Normally